live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. Stop, stop, stop. Ow! Yeah, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down a spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hello, Joe. Hello, Mike Lawson. <laughs> and hello to everybody listening. My name is Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A., We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we call one another and we catch up. Mm, do, 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 do. It's been so long since do, we've talked. Do, 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 well, since do, we've recorded us talking. Do, 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 do. So bored. Aren't you going to ask me why I'm doing that song? Why are you doing that song? Oh, graduation. I thought it was Old Lang's line when you did no. it. No. I sense. graduated today. From what? I am no longer in the handicapped and disabled class. Uh, <laughs> at, at the, the gym? At, at the Kettlebell gym. No. <laughs> I am now, I've been told, officially moving on to the big kid school. Nice. Because they had an opening. Let's be honest. No, you know what it was? Is they probably just wanted to cancel the class. They probably just like, ugh, it's too sad. Because I was the only one today. Oh yeah, he's moving you because he. Everybody else died. Yeah. In the class. <laughs> yeah. Um. Or maybe yeah. Um. How are you? What's new? It's been a while. It has been a while, Mike Lawson. Um. How have you been? You know what? I actually can we start all of this with I have a gr- a Christmas present for you. You do? Yeah, can we start with that? I um y- we don't give gifts, Joey and mm-hmm. I uh mm-hmm. for everyone listening. In fact, you've given me a birthday gift one time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this or not. No. You gave me a birthday gift um in the, one of the first years that we met, and I think that's the only gift we've ever given to each other. I don't, to be honest, like some of my, most of my like better friends, we don't do Christmas presents or anything. No, once you get to a certain age, there's no, you're like, okay. You you know what it is, is there's this thing right when you leave home that you think you should be giving everybody gifts. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what it is that you think, well, I'm an adult. I need to give gifts to people now. Mm-hmm. And then you do that for a few uh, a few times, and you like it. It really you're like, oh my god, it's so sucky buying gifts for people. <laughs> and so then you don't buy gifts for people, and then that's the age we're at. We're like, why do we need to buy a fucking gift yeah. for anybody? Uh, but I bought you a Christmas gift this year, Joey. Oh, uh, you and I have talked about this in the past, mm-hmm. uh, but I finally have went and done it, and they are not exactly what we thought they'd be. Uh, there's a website uh, for everyone listening. Joe and I know it. It's called Fiverr.com. Yeah, you know Fiverr. Well, it's a, you can hire someone to do something for five dollars. Yeah, it's a gig. You do one gig. Fiverr is f i v e r r dot com, and Five dollars, whatever the gig is, it could be draw me a picture, it could be record me a song, and so I have two different uh, um, songs that have been recorded that are potential theme songs for catching up. Oh, yeah. wow! So um, I did it. Do for... they involved uh, one of us saying going down a spiral staircase? No, or... they're really short. Um, I actually paid for four of them, and I've only received two. Uh-huh. Same but... person, or no, all different people. So, don't you think you should pay after you get it, or should go into some sort of escrow account? Yes. Well, I feel like they're um, like eBay. They're probably pretty good at handling complaints. I would guess. Um, but I mean, they these people did what I asked them to do. Mm-hmm. It's just some you'll see. Uh, but there are two MP3s I want you to play. The shorter one um, has no underscores in the title. I okay. want you to play that one first. All right, so I'm gonna play this MP3. Now, do we are, are we are we uh, are we forced to use any of these theme songs? No, we don't have to. No, 
No. Okay. I'm we can laugh the- at it and never hear it again. I'm playing the first theme song. <laughs> Mike and Joe, they're friends, you know. They call each other each week just to catch up. Okay, Mike, I've written that song. <laughs> like, walking downstairs to go make myself oatmeal in the morning. Now, in her defense, the gig probably said 15 seconds or something like that. Uh-huh. So she wasn't – I mean, you could pay more and it could be a minute or she would have written more. Her her singing voice is pretty good though, right? Like it, Mike and Joe. I thought I liked it. I'll be honest with you. I bet you every song someone commissions from her is – The same thing, yeah. Yeah, it's cancer sucks. You know, like, oh, well, yes, it does. You know, like, okay. The next one. All right. Let's do the next one. It's a minute and 12 seconds. Joey, oh, it's and long. It's long. It kind of ends abruptly, just so you know. But yeah, So does our show, so. Yeah, go to hell. Da, da, de, da, 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 da. I'm already. Da, da, de, da, 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 da. <laughs> Hi, it's Joe on our radio show. <laughs> With my friend Mike, we are alive. This needs to be our theme song. Come and join us on our podcast where we are having a blast. This is ridiculous. This is... We chat once a week and share it with our clique. No! Make fun and jokes, blow to blow. So if you want to listen, put your browser on. Click the URL, cupodcast.com. Wait, what? <laughs> this would have been the winner had it not ended so abruptly. Now, let me ask you this. Did mm-hmm. um, did you tell them what to write in there? Like, what, what were the directives you gave? So each each artist is different. So some people say, like, give me a URL. Some say, write me bullet points. Some make you – you have to write the lyrics. I didn't choose any of those. I kind of just gave bullet points and said, like, this is for a podcast. Mike lives in San Francisco. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade, and each episode is just us calling each other and catching up. Basically, that's all I Do you I think said. they listen to the show at all? No, I doubt it. <laughs> if you think about it, that could be like $5 a download. You're like, go download a show and listen. So we just pay for listeners. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is – I wanted that last one to be our theme song. I really wouldn't it be funny that if our show started like that every week. It's a minute. That's a long theme song, though. But then he couldn't even end it. Well, if if I thought that we were going to use it, I could email him back and say like, "Hey, it cuts off. Would you mind fixing that or something?" I I I like how I think you know I think that, you know what we should do, and I'll throw in for the five bucks for this. Hmm. Here's what we do: same and just tell him, look, we're going to pay you the five bucks. Mm-hmm. Same melody. Same everything. Everything the same, except we should have him do, like, because it would be perfect, like, like the email and the phone number at the end and, like, thanks for listening to uh, another episode of Catching Up. He could do, like, segues. We can have bumpers. Reach us on our phone line at 510. (laughs) He could do bumpers, too. Like, now it's time for Joe to tell a personal story. <laughs> well, I'm very touched. That is a great theme song. I, but here's the thing: is a secretly, I want one as good as the Greetings from Nowhere theme oh, song. These are never going to be like that quality. I'll pay for it. Well, we need to find somebody that'll do that then. Um, but Joey, I have two more coming. So hopefully by the next episode we can do two more. If you're okay with that. Oh yeah, I, I'm um, a big fan. I think I think we should. Um, we should end the show with that that last one. I so got. I'll just tack a, it on. I got in a mini argument with one of the artists. So about what? Is, she's gonna spit in ours. We well, she. I paid for the gig and then she emailed. Her first message to me was like, "What can I get? What 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 do you want me to do for you, dear?" 
And I was like, um, the job that I just paid for, what do you mean? Yeah. And she was like, well, do you want harmonies or music? And I was like, whatever I just paid for, that's what I want. Yeah. And she's like, harmonies and music are extra. And I was like, wait, I didn't say I want, I said, whatever I paid for, can you just please give me that? And she's like, fine. So we'll see. We're never, uh, yeah, this is going to be great. It's going to be like, Mike and Joe are rather vague. It wouldn't be funny. She's like, like in the background like doing harmonies that's a dollar 50 extra so fiverr.com is actually pretty cool for just to play around five dollars isn't that much money for some for a couple of laughs i, I think, might but. i might pay for theme songs for other shows like we should set in fake shows <laughs> like, like sit on this crucifix yeah we can just sit on this crucifix or like yeah like really like it's like you know like hitler was right and we'll just tell us the name of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I bet you people would like refuse to do that. Don't you think so? <laughs> Hitler was right. He was right all along. <laughs> Sarah Palin's baby should always stand on dogs. Yeah. Did you see that today? Yes. And now, and then she's saying, I saw Bill Maher Facebook. So I don't know if this is true or not. It seems like he does no curating whatsoever. But that she said that at least her kid didn't eat the dog like Obama did in Africa? No, she did not say that. I don't know. Bill Maher put it on Facebook. I don't know if this is true or if it's a yeah. joke or who knows. Because people yeah, come I... to us for reliable news. <laughs> they come to our show. What do they hear? Wait till they hear the news stories I'm doing today. Actually, some of the ones you're doing too. Um, what do you? What, what's going on with you? It's been a while. Can I yeah. real quick, Joey? I have like no personal stories that are good. I've had. The you can most, have some of mine. I have like six. Mellow vacation. I've like, <laughs> I've watched every episode of Flipping Out with Jeff Lewis, all six seasons. I cried at the finale. Is the show over? No, but I'm like all caught up with everything that's been put out. Mike, I'm not Mike Lawson. Jonathan, my friend, is convinced that I'm an ugly version of Jeff Lewis. Ew. He doesn't say ugly version. He goes, "You and Jeff Lewis are essentially the same person." No, this guy's mean. He's that's, like that's what everybody really says when I tell people that they're like, "Is this this person's your friend?" Yeah, like Jeff Lewis has a soft side, um, but like his, he, when you are mean, you're like mean to, because you want people to laugh. <laughs> but Jeff Lewis, when he's mean, he's like yelling at people to yell at people, and he tells them that they're fucking stupid and that sort of thing. Hmm. Yeah. I wish we knew somebody like that. Okay, so, um, well, you know, um, Christmas, I'm not going to really get too into Christmas, but uh, on Christmas Day, uh, I went with my family to extended fam- to Christmas Day, like dinner with extended family, right? Like my actual Christmas was rather mellow, really calm, nothing really dramatic happened. Mm-hmm. But I go to this Christmas dinner and this, this is when the crazy comes out, right? And there are relatives I don't see very often. And uh, there was this, there's this one that was there. He's like an older Mexican man. And he's actually sitting down. I'm actually in the living room on Grinder, So I'm not participating. And he's talking to my dad. And How many of your cousins show up in the, the I, surrounding seriously, area? Seriously. It's just, it's just, <laughs> just, I just use it as a messaging service for my cousins. So... Uh, so get this. So he's talking, but I can hear him. I'm literally like 10 feet from him. And it comes out, and I don't know why this is the time for it to come out, but he's like, so do you think uh, Hillary's going to win in 2016? Well, he's, well, you know what? I'm already give, giving him too much credit. Because I'm going to tell you right now, this, I'm, what I'm going to tell you right now, this is a bold statement I'm making. It is, hands down, the stupidest political conversation I've ever heard in my entire life. Okay. Hands down. Okay, he goes. So do you think Hillary's gonna win? And I don't. Know, people are mumbling. And he goes like, "Oh man, I, I want a Republican to win, man, because you know Obama's making us look weak, man. He's making us look weak. Like, and he's going on about you know like oh don't this and he can't even like kill ISIS and everything, you know. And he's making us look weak. He's all like, I'm gonna tell you, man. He's a Muslim. I know it. He's a Muslim. I know it in my heart. He's a Muslim, and uh." He wasn't even born in this country. And my dad goes, he was born in Hawaii. And he goes, I know, see, he admits it. <laughs> and 
I don't want to look. I don't want. I don't want to say how I know this, but I happen to know he's a homosexual. <laughs> Which I was just like, what? Like, like, and even if he were any of these things, what would it have to do with his ability to govern? Right. Right. But here's my favorite part. Then he goes, and then I was watching the news, and there was this guy, and he said, he said, I am the architect of Obamacare. Like he just said, I'm. He said, I'm the architect of Obamacare, and then the Republican, you know, the Republicans on the Congress were like. They like question him, man, and they asked him. They said, "Like, wait, how can you call yourself the architect of Obamacare? You're not even an architect." <laughs> Shut up! You haven't even ever built a house or anything. And I was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> he admitted it right there. He's not even an architect, and he's going around telling people he's the architect of Obamacare. <laughs> that did not really happen. No, that really happened. That's that is a real. That is a real statement from somebody <laughs> that I know. And I, in other words, I was five feet from this conversation. Mm. It took about two days for us to get political at my Christmas. Benghazi certainly came up, too. Who's Benghazi? <laughs> I don't know him. <laughs> That's crazy, Joey. So, But you didn't participate. You just let it happen. I, all the, all my only regret was I didn't record it. I was yeah. like, why, why wasn't I recording this for posterity? Because, like I said, people aren't going to believe me. When It's pretty hard to believe. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's absolute true story. I have tons of witnesses. <laughs> I think I've seen some of them even listen to this show. So, uh, yes, there were witnesses. Joey, did you see Into the Woods? Why, Mike Lawson, yes, I did. I went with friend of the show, John Arts. He had an extra ticket that he had purchased from the Wall Street Journal for a sneak preview the week before it opened. Oh, you saw it before it opened. Yeah, and I went with him, and uh, you know, I met him there, mm-hmm. and uh, I told him because he, he, when I got there, he was in line waiting for me. You know, I I got the great end of the stick. There was this huge line to get in. <laughs> Right uh-huh. for people waiting to get in, he was like check super high security. Like you had to do like check in, and then they like put a wristband, and they had to check your phone in. They couldn't take your phone inside. Like it was super super high uh, security to see a movie on a musical that's been out for twenty over twenty years, a twenty five years old musical. Well, they just don't want bootlegs. <laughs> they don't want anyone to know what happens at the end of this twenty five year old <laughs> musical. They don't want to ruin what happens. So anyway. Um, I did tell him as we were walking. So I got in. I, I literally showed up right when he was about to walk in. So I was like, ooh, good for me. I did tell him I was tempted if there was a cuter guy there or if I saw some friends with extra tickets, I would have ditched him. Stupid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're dumb. Um, Steve and I had plans to watch Into the Woods together. Uh-huh. And then on Christmas, Steve's sister said that she wanted to watch it as a family. So they went on Christmas Day. Wait, why didn't he say I'm going to watch it with my boyfriend? And so Steve said that he would watch it twice. And then after he watched it the one time, his whole family didn't like it, by the way. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I can just watch it on my own. You don't have to come. And he's like, "Um, Into the woods. You should have taken him out of the closet. (laughs) And so he was like, so, uh, uh, yeah, you could go watch it. So I went and saw it by myself. Uh, this past weekend, which I so I love. Oh, you liked it? Yeah, I really liked it, Joey. Here's the thing, and this is Go- not a review show. We could talk about this on the mini episode or not the, on the live show. But in a nutshell, I just sort of look. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it, but I just sort of felt like it lacked heart, like it was missing something. Yeah, like the energy was off from yeah. what you expected. Yeah. Totally, there was a really good um, piece in the New Yorker. I don't think I've ever said those words. There was a really good piece in the New Yorker, mm-hmm. sure. Um called Why Into the Woods Matters. Did you see it? No. I was um, too busy reading The Economist. It's <laughs> it's pretty good, though. It um basically kind of talks about how the why this musical is valuable to kind of like people your age and my age, how like we kind of to us for so long musicals have been kind of like Andrew Lloyd Webber was like the new thing and this kind of pushed that out and it talks about like um uh kind of like an antidote to Disney so like you know the 
the everything's not beautiful and pretty at the end and uh, that sort of thing. It's an interesting piece. I'll link you well, to it. I have a lot of thoughts on what you just said, but let's not bore people in the audience okay. with, with this. I have a lot of – I have a response to that. That New Yorker piece also talks about like um, – uh, AIDS. Have you heard that that before? How the giant represents AIDS? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've known that. Yeah. See, I never really even thought about that because I'm a little bit older than you, maybe. And so, like, this came out originally in what eighty six. Okay, eighty six. And so, like, I didn't actually have access to it until well after that. Do you know what I mean? Well, so, like, it... that's the reason I know is again this musical, and maybe this is why I'm a little hard on the movie. Is probably one of the most important works in my life that have been an influence in my life. Yeah. Okay. So it's an extremely important piece of my life. So now it's going to be filmed. And so there are books on this, but I have seen in a Sondheim interviewed before, like uh, at UCLA, I went to a, a, an interview with him and he categorically denies that. Yeah. That's mentioned in this piece too, but whether you categorically deny that you created something that represents that versus People who see it feel that it represents that. Those are two very different things. I agree with you. I also think he lies. Go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because sure. there's there's other things he, he's talked about the show Company. Yeah, and people have said you know that he wrote Bobby as him as himself. Yeah, yeah, and he gets he does he got in fact that was the very angry, last yeah. thing he said and then stormed off the stage. Yeah, um, that it's not him. And uh, but then I'm like, oh, really? Same age as you and uh, single man. Yeah. In living in New York in the late 60s. Oh, right. Weird. You have nothing to say on that topic. Yeah. All your friends are married and you're just sexually <laughs> yeah. promiscuous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't know why people think this. The New Yorker piece, though, concludes that kind of – I think you'll really like it. The conclusion to the New Yorker piece, though, is that sometimes the things you most wish for are not to be touched and that this is like such a great piece of work and then turning it into a movie. Well, that's the thing. I don't, I don't think it's meant to be a movie. Yeah, and it'll it has big shoes to fill. So I really liked it. Um, Is that a I, joke about the giant? What? The big shoes to fill? No, that was not not even intentional. But um, what's funny? Like last year was Les Mis. I remember I went alone <sighs> to the theater and watched Les Mis all alone. Mm-hmm. Um, the Russell Crowe um, version. I almost said Russell Brand. Can you imagine that version? Uh, um, awful <laughs> almost as bad as the one that came out last year so i i think there's something that i just really like about just totally indulging in something like this like in if i went with steve i would have had to like kind of defend it the whole time and mm-hmm. we you know what i mean i felt like i could just go and like enjoy all of it yeah it was good i liked it did you eat popcorn of course. I don't think in the history of my life, there's only been a handful of times where I don't get popcorn at the movies. Hmm. I agree with you. Yeah. What's up with you? Okay. This is actually an update that I'm going to use as a story because I think it's worthy of a story. So fairly recently, I've talked about how I um, wrote a check from the wrong account uh, to the gym. Hmm. Right? I don't remember. I don't listen to your show. but Oh. And in doing so, that's how I found out. Did I talk about this in the show? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, I but, think you did. I rem- I remember the story. Just... Yeah, I'm I'm positive we did. Okay. Basically, I had then I was like, oh my god, I use a check from a wrong account because and the way the reason I knew that was uh, I got an alert on my phone said you know one or more of your transactions weren't able to be covered or something like that right. I'm like, what? Yeah. That's weird. It's not supposed to be anything coming from their account. So then I was like, oh, maybe it's the gym. So then I went downstairs and I looked. I'm like, oh, my God, I use a check from the gym, right? So then I gave um, the money to the gym people and whatever, okay? Then cut to uh, right after right like right after that, I start getting um, phone calls from my bank the fraud protection services <gasps> people right like but like this, like the next day and i'm like um oh you know what it is is because i never use that account they're probably thinking like okay something's going on someone just tried to you know do something so i kind of ignored it right but finally they kept calling and so i i answered like they actually got a hold of me and uh, i was like oh yeah you know i, I took care of that the check oh well 
okay, we don't actually see someone from a gym trying to cash a check. There was there wasn't a check that was trying to be cashed. And I was like, what? And they're like, well, let's just run through some things. Yeah. They're like, did you try and charge? Um, this is always the most embarrassing thing. They're like, I know. Did you do four dollars at Taco that Bell happen- no, and three dollars? This has happened KFC? to me before. This happened to me before. Yeah, yeah. And now when I was at gay bar, and it was like I just done. A, I left my card somewhere in West Hollywood. We've done this story. Who oh. goes to this many sex sounding gay gay clubs? Oh, is that That's where that in, comes from? It's in the intro. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. So then, anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, so let's run through the the charges. Did you did you try and spend four hundred dollars in Albertsons? I haven't heard the term Albertsons in a long. It's a grocery store. In it's SoCal. a grocery store. I'm like, no, 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 yeah. right? And they're like, did you try and spend like twelve hundred dollars at a residence inn? And I what? was like, no, right? And they were all like in roughly the same area. Okay, all relatively close by too. And okay. I was like. Oh my god. And they're like, Well, have you um used the debit card anywhere? Like how would people have gotten a hold? I'm like, Well the only time I ever used a debit card and then I was like <gasps> The only time I've ever used a debit card from that account was at the Middle Eastern market with the cute boy. <gasps> really? Yes. Whoever he was all like, oh, are you a chef? So now we know. Now I know why he was flirting with me because he's fucking stealing my goddamn uh, uh, credit card information or debit card information. You think so, Mike? That's the only time I've ever used a debit card, and all the places too were like right in the vicinity of the Middle Eastern market. The Albertsons oh, is right no. by there, and there's a residence inn right by there. Why would you try to charge that much money to a residence inn, though? I think to check to see how much money's on there. Maybe he knows someone at the residence inn, and they were oh, gonna like reverse it. They yeah. would reverse it and like get cash or something. Yes, yes. There you go. There you go. So I'm like, that's what I get. Now I've learned my lesson. If cute young guys are randomly really <laughs> flirting with you, there's a chance they're trying to scam you. Yeah. Oh my God, Mike Lawson, the Middle Eastern guy. I haven't been back. Whoa. I go back and I'm like, I, I use the same card. Have you ever used your regular debit card there? No, 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 no. Because this is like no, the fact, business account. Usually, actually, I don't use a debit card there, actually. Um, I used I usually only paid cash, mostly because they have like a really high minimum for oh, a wow. debit card, like $15. And I'm always just buying like two tahini. zucchini or something like that, right? Yeah, one jar of tahini. But one time um, for... Tahini is actually expensive, though, isn't it? No, no, not not the Middle Eastern market. It's only like three fifty. Oh. But um, what I for Chris's birthday, my friend, I made him like an elaborate Middle Eastern meal, and um, so I went and bought a bunch of stuff there. And it was he was working there that day. He was helping me get the zucchini and not the zucchini, the Persian cucumbers and shit like that. And I was like, oh, I'll take your Persian cucumber. And um, meanwhile, he's in the back stealing my credit card information. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So there you go. Update. Um, I like that story though. So you, yeah, you oh, of course, weren't like swindled out. That, uh, you weren't. Go ahead. You weren't swindled out of any money though, right? No, 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 no. I don't know why they caught it right away. They they're really good. I got. I think that there's some. Well, yeah, I don't know. There's some sort of algorithm that catches stuff that's like out of the ordinary. Because yeah. like I could, I could spend. You know, um, I could all of a sudden get on an airplane and go to Chicago for work. And when I get to Chicago, charge dinner and nothing happens. But something happened where they just knew I wasn't in Ohio getting gas. Like there's something that is a red flag. Like I think the computer's pretty sophisticated in figuring out if they think it's you or not. Yeah. Cause I, that I, my red flag was, um, gas got purchased in like Ohio and they just called me and I canceled closed the card down and had to get a new card and everything. Again, the new card is so obnoxious too. So annoying. Yeah. Uh, And my bank is small. I go to like, it's not a credit union, but it operates a lot like a credit union. It's called mechanics bank. And they, (laughs) what's so funny. I'm going to think of all the stupid taglines from it. Oh, um, nothing but tools. They have, um, (laughs) they have, uh, they don't have a machine. Rent in your budget. Oh, what? 
they don't have a machine that makes a new card in the branch. So they, I had to get it mailed to me, but that was, I went like a week without a yeah, debit card. I know. And that I know. was That's really, really hard. hard. But what's funny is debit cards are relatively new. What did people do before debit cards? What was weird is I found myself spending less money than before because I, I would have to go to the bank and get cash. And like, I know people say like, well, if I have cash on hand, I tend to spend more money. But I found myself, I'm like, should I get coffee? Well, I only have $40 in cash, and that has to last me until I go to the bank next. So I was finding myself skipping everything frivolous you know because what I, did for I wanted a month, to keep the cash. And it totally worked, and then I just never did it again. I don't know why. Was at the beginning of the month, this is a long time ago, like three or four years ago, at the beginning of some month, I, I made a budget. Like, okay, I'm going to spend, I'm making this up, $200 a week just to like live. Or something like that, right? I don't know. I'm making this being arbitrary here. So then I took out like $800 in cash. Okay. And I put it, I divided it up into little envelopes. Mm-hmm. And I kept them in, in the office where I lived. And um, then every week I would take out the cash. And that's all I could use. I could only use it for the week that cut the, ca- the cash from that envelope. And then yeah. anything extra I would deposit back in the bank. Oh. And I and I use and I always I never ran out of money ever. Once you like see it, like you're. Like, I oh. kind of do that. My so my entertainment budget is so I I'm budgeted out. I use um mint dot com m i n t. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah, yeah. So I have all my budget, and then my the ATM money that I use is only entertainment budget. So I pull out my entertainment budget because it's hard when you pull out 20 and it goes half to groceries and half to, um, you know, coffee and half or there's not three halves. But do you know what I mean? Like when it uh, 20 that gets pulled out of the ATM goes to multiple categories, it gets confusing. So that's what I do. I just downloaded. They have a new thing called Mint Bills. Have you? Have you? uh... No. What is it? It's basically – I noticed that I, – I should have figured something was going to happen because I went to go set up a new reminder for a bill in Mint and it wouldn't – I couldn't do it. And I was like, it was weird. I'm like, oh, we have a new product called Mint Bills. It's basically – and you don't have to have Mint to do it. It's just an app where you can put in all your bills and when they're due and mm-hmm. they send you like little reminders and you can even pay through the app. Oh, you can do everything with your bills through the app and it tells you when they're due and, okay, you know, you're um, – but then you know, what's funny is – all my all my bills are due like at the beginning of the month. All my mm-hmm. bills, and so it's funny because then it has nothing to do for the rest of the month. So I've been getting alerts going like, "Hmm, your medical insurance bills due in three weeks. Want to pay it now?" Like it's desperate <laughs> for me to pay it. I'm like, no. <laughs> mine mine is pretty boring. I don't need necessarily reminders because um, I get paid twice a month. So the first and the fifteenth. Well, the last day of the month and then the 15th of the month. So I have all my bills split into two, and they're either first paycheck or second paycheck. And I just pay them on payday pretty much. So does that make sense? So I don't worry yeah. about like being late. If it's the second half of the month, then I pay it on the 15th. And if it's the first half, I pay it on the first. People are going to be so angry with us for this episode, man. <laughs> Why? We're talking about Into the Woods and <laughs> Bills. Well, Joey, let me tell you a story. Two old queens. Joey, I um, last week I went to refill my insulin prescription. Okay. Uh, I have type 1 diabetes. Have we talked about that? Mm, no. Tell me more. Well, I take insulin to live, and usually it's really mm-hmm. easy. Um, I go online. I'm on Kaiser. I go online. I click a few buttons. It shows up, my, shows up at my front door in a little package that has um, ice packs in it. It's so easy. Um, this time, though, I got a phone call, and it was the most annoying phone call I think I've ever received. It was a recorded hmm. message, including every phone call that you and I have done on these episodes. Um, it was a recorded message, and it says, like, press 1 if you are Mike Lawson. So I press 1, and then it tells me to confirm that I'm Mike Lawson by punching in my medical ID number. But I didn't call uh, them. Yeah, and now you, and, and like now you're like, ugh, where, where's my wallet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck them. So I hung up. Yeah. If it's really important, they're gonna call me back, right? Yeah. So the next day, I got the same phone call. But when I heard the 
like this is Kaiser Permanente calling for a me- with a message for Mike Lawson. Mm-hmm. If you are Mike Lawson, press one. At that time, I ran for my wallet mm-hmm. and pulled my card out. So I finally got the the message, and the message, Joey, says that I'm no longer a member of Kaiser. So I'm uninsured, is what the message says. Oh, God. And I'm like, well, that can't be right. So I sent an email to them. And this was, like, late last week. So, like, th- things I – wasn't, I wasn't in the office. I was technically still on vacation. And, you know, things are – communication is slow. I get it uh, around this time. So I emailed them. I'm like, this must be some sort of mistake. My employment hasn't changed. My employer didn't change. My benefits – Nothing like that. Everything's the same. Mm-hmm. So I kind of blew it off. I knew that it would take him a while to respond, but I got no response. Um, and then today, I'm no. I was thinking about um, refilling my insulin pump. And I was like, oh shit! I ha- I have three days worth of insulin left, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really need to figure out what the fuck's going on with that. So um, it was in the afternoon. I sent. Um, oh, I logged on. I went to refill it. And then that this afternoon, I got the exact same telephone call. So this time, I decided instead of emailing them, it's serious. I only have three days worth of insulin. So I called them uh, instead, and I talked to this super nice woman, and she was like, oh, it looks like your plan was canceled on January 1st. That's it. Terminated. Mm-hmm. Your group plan's terminated. She couldn't give me any more information. So... I'm uninsured basically, but ironically, my boss left early today because he was going to a doctor's appointment. Yeah. So I text him. I was like, "Hey, this thing just happened." Um, just so you know, and he got to the doctor's appointment, and it usually copay of zero was a copay of a hundred dollars. <laughs> so he's like, "Um, let me go figure this out." But basically, because of a clerical error. Uh-huh. From um, one of my most responsible coworkers. Oh no! Who I've said very negative things about in the past. I don't think on the show we've actually talked about this, but um, because of a clerical error, our entire office has been uninsured since the first of the year. And this is a big deal, Joey, because everyone on our payroll at the current moment—not it's not always this way—but everyone on payroll right now. Mm-hmm. Ha- has diabetes so like everyone needs like like in three days i will be out of the medicine that keeps me alive let me tell you this <laughs> what happened what was that my ipad i can't turn the noises off and i'm playing the simpsons tapped out oh by the way if anyone plays the simpsons tapped out find me and then we could share springfields but uh that was just a notification that homer's done with his current job um, I have something to say about this, okay. and it's not necessarily good. <gasps> um, this has happened to me with Kaiser two times. Oh, really? Both times, their fault. Now, it might be different because I'm an individual and you guys are a group, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it took so long to get sorted out both times. Well, this... It- as of at midnight tonight, I will be insured. It's been ironed. Oh, out. Oh, 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 it's been ironed yeah. out already. Okay, yeah. thank God. But it was a clerical error on our our part. It was yeah. not Kaiser's fault. This one. Um, I won't die. Like I said, I'm an, I'm I will be insured at midnight. Um, but also my boss feels bad about this, so mm-hmm. um, I told him that I the way I found out was because I was trying to order new insulin and he has extra vials so he's going to bring me one vial so I'll, he's going to bring me like three work three weeks worth of insulin tomorrow so it'll be good but oh my god uh, when it happened to me it when it happened once and when they when it happened once everyone i talked to was like i was like well can i appeal and they were like because by the way it was their fault mm-hmm. right and they're like yeah but the odds are really slim like nobody ever Gets it back. Sorry. Right? Yeah. I got it back. Right. Whoa. Then it happened again. Again, their fault. Right? Uh-huh. And I go, uh, yeah, this is effed up. And they're like, well, since this happened to you before, they're really not going to, like, do it again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try. I got it back. <laughs> it's nerve-wracking. Like, I feel like I want to wear a helmet and arm pads and knee pads. Like if I get injured be- before midnight, 
it's going to be super expensive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, it's horrible. It. It's really scary. Yeah. What's going on in the Bay Area, Mike Lawson? What is the news? Well, it's weird. This story that I have here um, is from December 18th. Yeah. But I've kept it because I I like the story a lot, and it's been updated since. When I originally put the story on uh, here for us to discuss, it was unsolved. Now it's been solved. Mm-hmm. But uh, this woman who's been targeting Silicon Valley startups – Offices of Silicon Valley Startups um, for burglary has been found. And the way that they found her is the best. Um, She's been robbing these places uh, all over and stealing, like, computers and equipment like that. And one of the companies thought, since we have this very clear footage of her, why don't we take a snapshot of it and put it on Tinder? And then people can see because a lot of people see tinder photos yeah so the tinder bios if you don't know tinder is this disgusting thing that straight people do where they look at each other um and swipe left or right left means you don't like the person right means it does and then you could talk to each other the tinder profile showed a snapshot of the footage and the tagline said i rob offices in san francisco five thousand dollar reward for identifying me and you know she uh, still got like 47 dick pics <laughs> do women get a lot of dick pics on tinder i don't I, feel, I don't know there was a web video i think it wasn't buzzfeed but like a buzzfeed type video where um people are reading conversations that happen on grinder and i feel like if you see cuz there are like blogs of women complaining about how aggressive and sexual the men are right away I was like, oh, oh join, my God, join Grinder for a minute. A minute. A yeah. minute. And but I, the, in their defense, like, well, we should probably say, like, it's different for a woman in the world. And, like, the man, a man getting aggressively hit on is different than a, man, a woman getting aggressively hit on, right? But my point is that, like, if you think that Tinder can be disgusting, yeah. join Grinder. Just try it. Yeah, the best thing you'll get is a dick pic. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I was going to ask you, like, who does that ever work for? Have you, has a guy ever just text, like, sent a picture of his dick and you're like, ooh, la, no. la? No, but it must work. And, like, I feel like the person, if, if I were, I'm not, but if I were the type of person that sees a dick pic and I was like, here's my address, then I think that I would not be also the type of person that talks about it. Does that make sense? Yes. So the company, the Build Zoom, it called Build Zoom, came up with the idea of using Tinder, uh, and they created this fake profile. It took two days for somebody to uh, find them. So two days later, the suspect was identified after someone using the app recognized her, and there's now a warrant out for the woman on uh, a separate issue, I guess. But um, once she's in custody, they will. Whatever, but they they're celebrating this. They're saying like we caught her because of Tinder, but they haven't actually caught her. But you get it. Oh yeah, but they know who she is. Yeah, yeah. It's really weird though. Like um, the people when they the person who recognized her had photos of her maybe through Facebook or something like that, and it's pretty much a hundred percent match. Like it is the same person. So it looks just like her. Yeah, is she hot? I mean, she's not an ugly woman. No, she's she's youngish. What is she, she stealing a, from these startups? A bunch of rubber bands and terrible ideas. <laughs> well, like technology stuff oh. like that. Yeah, I found all the. I found a three days worth of insulin <laughs> in this office. Mm-hmm. Steal it. Yeah. Yes. So that's a good story. I'm glad. Um, that she's been caught. I'm glad that they use Tinder for this. But she has a but lot it, of dates for when she's out of jail. But I'm – so in my – yeah, seriously. I'm very happy that she has been uh, identified and hopefully she will stop robbing offices. But I also kind of hate that they use – this is not what Tinder is for. Oh, right? God. Here we go. All right. Joe, it's not what Tinder is for. Go, like, start a Reddit um, uh, uh, post to the San Francisco subreddit or 
something like that. But like, then what if I want to sell uh, my used furniture? Can I post that on Tinder? What if I want to? It's just not what the space is for. I'm not. I don't think I'm wrong, Joe. I think that that. I don't think that's exaggerating either. I don't care what they do on Tinder. There's always there's always fucked up shit on Grinder. I just ignore it. There's not a lot of fucked up shit. There's like masseuses that are that will rub you for money. Oh really? I've never seen that. What? Maybe it's a San Francisco thing. Yeah, that's there's a lot of like um for generous men only and generous is a dollar <gasps> sign. I like when it's always like like straight acting guys only and um and stuff and then it's like it's like the queeniest guy ever. Yeah. And she's like I I only like straight acting guys. That's What's wrong opinion. with that? Like it can a blonde guy say only brunette guys? Uh yes. Yeah. So he doesn't you don't have to be straight acting to only want straight I, acting. I don't know. I think it's kinda lame because it's like if on that well, I one think, I think the term straight acting is loaded and that has there's like history of that word and then um, well, who is that's he to be a judge? Who is he to be a ju- like? In other words, it, it sort of has like this um, air of that effeminate is bad. Okay, so let's go with that. But then okay. what I'm what I'm judging though is then the person is very effeminate. Yeah, you know? I understand what you're saying, but I feel like you can say I prefer to be with somebody who is a certain way without judging. Yes, but I'm talking about the specifically that ones that are judging. They're very like yeah. uh, no fems, no, yeah, fats. no fats, no fems, no Asians. Oh man, I just that's... read your, I just read your grinder profile. Yeah, that's that's eliminated a, a lot of people. So what's what's up in L.A.? Any people using uh, dating apps incorrectly? Close. A machete-wielding security guard thwarted a robbery of an adult Wait, store after being attacked what? with a bong. What? Chete? A machete. <laughs> a machete. A machete-wielding security guard <laughs> thwarted a robbery of adult store of an adult store after being attacked with a bong. With yes, a bong? Mike. It, it with a bong. Yeah. In a beautiful Anaheim, California, the robbery of an adult store on Friday night was thwarted by a security guard after they used a machete to attack and subdue the alleged robber. No sex toys were used in the confrontation as weapons, according to reports, though we all know that'd be pretty funny. Uh, the attempted robbery took place at the couple's mega outlet in the 900 block of Euclid Avenue in Anaheim on Friday night around 11.15 p.m. According to NBC4, the alleged robber was armed with a hammer but struck the security guard with a, quote, glass water pipe. A bong. Uh, yeah, a bong. Uh, Lieutenant Bob Dunn of the Anaheim Police Department told KTLA that the guard struck back against the attacker with a machete, hitting him in the head. Whoa. Yeah. So um, the guard used a machete to hold the suspect until authorities arrived to arrest him. The guard was treated at the scene for his injuries. Here's my question, Mike. Um, I know li- exactly where that's at. The... the um. Uh, strip mall that this is in is right on the border of Garden Grove and Anaheim. Uh-huh. And so fireworks are legal in Garden Grove and illegal in Anaheim. So part of this like um, uh, strip mall, I guess you would call it, it's kind of like L-shaped, right? And so on one side is Garden Grove. So people would park and then just walk into Garden Grove and do all their fireworks right there. And it was a big deal because there would be like fights and people drinking, and then they would leave this place a mess, and then they just get in their cars and leave. It was Garden Grove. How, how could they tell they left it a mess? <laughs> so here's my question to you. Yeah. Have you ever been inside of a sex shop? Yeah. Or, or an adult store? Yeah, of course. In in the Bay Area or in Orange County? Um, In Orange County. I've certainly been one here. In Orange County, I don't think so which is which is funny because when you lived at garden grove or is it fountain valley one of the two was right next to each other and indistinguishable from each other i couldn't tell you which one's garden grove which one's fountain valley um it 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 has the most sex shops in orange county oh really yeah i don't know that i've ever been in one when i lived there i mean like i will go on one to like buy lube or do you know what i mean like i'm not where you get your lube yeah, no, well, now I do Amazon because it's amazing and it delivers and you don't have to look at anyone in the eyes. Mm-hmm. But 
I used to go and just get lube at them. Interesting. It, it makes perfect sense. Would you be embarrassed when you did it? No. I mean, no, because I would do it, and then the guy behind me in line has like a uh, <laughs> like foot-long a, pink dildo. A double-ended dildo. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't re- I mean, it wasn't that embarrassing, but um yeah, I've been in them. I got um yeah. <laughs> have you bought anything else besides lube and adult stuff? I have, yeah. I bought a pocket pussy for an ex lover of mine. Um Wait. He liked vagina? Um What do you mean? No. He liked he was he was gay. I've only dated gay men. Hmm. But he could like he could like vagina. I I I've sort of changed my view on this topic. There's somebody well, that Well, I don't I don't feel like um I mean liking vagina and liking women is two kind of different yeah, things. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it wasn't like I bought him a pocket pussy cuz he wanted to fuck a woman. Mm-hmm. I bought him a pocket pussy for whatever you use a pocket pussy for. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, you know, and here's the thing is when you go into those, um, there's somebody that we know I had to take him to an adult store to buy uh, a dildo. <laughs> Who are you talking? What, what's so funny? That's, I had to take him to an adult store to yes, buy a dildo. Yes. You're going to hear why you're going to hear why. <laughs> I hope so. We were both younger, a lot younger. And, uh, I had to take him to an adult store to buy a, a dildo. <laughs> For a school project. For a school project. No, because, Mike, and you're going to know who this person is when I tell you what the story is. He had confessed to me that he'd been using his niece's stroller handle. No! I know exactly who it is. <laughs> and so I was like, no, we're going to yeah. we're going to an adult store and you're getting yeah. a proper dildo. Yeah. Put your clothes on. Let's go. Yeah. Pick your pants up. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and, and what's funny is when we were there, he was like super like, um, I don't know if the word embarrassed was, but he was very coy, right? And yeah. I was like, okay, which one do you like here? Blah, blah, blah. Surprisingly, he went with like a smaller one. You know, you would think that somebody would, you know, they're sticking a, uh, uh, a stroller handle up their ass. They're going to want like a big deal. No. He wanted well, like a stroller sort of sm- handles are skinny though, right? Yeah. Oh, that's so gross. And then he would put it. Like no, the, no, no, no. the stroller handle the, the niece off? was the niece wasn't using the stroller anymore. Okay, good. Well, yeah, but imagine they sell it on Craigslist or something. <laughs> like, wow, this stroller <laughs> handle smells like shit. <laughs> um. Anyway, um. So we were there looking at the dildo. He was like, "Oh, I don't know." And then the, uh, one of the workers was helping us. And he goes, "He's like, um, w- none of these really feel like a stroller handle. Mm, do you have anything with like those weird groove bumps on the bottom that can like grip onto?" <laughs> Do you have any that have like a, a horn that I can squeeze and then like there's ribbons at the end? <laughs> do you have anything that's like pink? Do you have, yeah, do you have anything that holds an, has a net to hold baby wipes? <laughs> anyway, um, do you have a stroller is basically what I'm asking you. Um, so when we were there, there was a, a guy helping us, some queen helping us. And he was so sick of this person being coy that he was like, look, honey, no one cares here. Just pick a dildo. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, you know, that worked, though, and he, like, good. picked the dildo. Yeah, it was good. It it has to be an interesting um, – like, you have to have that kind of personality to work there, right? Like, you, it, it's not a normal person that works at a sex shop. It has to be somebody who's outgoing and comfortable talking to anybody because these people are going in being coy a lot of times, I bet. People, they're kind of embarrassed or – at least shy. I don't know if embarrassed always is the right word, but at least shy about these things. But they're there and they want help. It's so. funny. I always had a fantasy of working in a in a porn store and like running like a, an old timey general store, uh-huh. and like having like sawdust on the floor, yeah. and like wearing like a green apron and like a little cap and like sweeping up and being like, "Hello, sir, welcome back." <laughs> Condoms are a, a nickel a pound. They're like they're in a big wooden cracker barrel. Yeah, you know, a, a, just a barrel of condoms, and you like uh, scoop them out into like onto butcher paper and fold them up. Tape it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like, tape it up, and I go, "Nice cut. We have a nice cut in today." And then there's like a bag boy, and I'm all, Did, "Didn't you hear her? She said she wanted double bagged." <laughs> yeah, um, Joey. Shortly after exchanging vows, this newly married couple on their wedding day. 
here in Oakland were robbed at gunpoint when they were posing for their photos at the high school where they met. Oh, Christ. Now gays are going to want people to rob them, too. So according to authorities, (laughs) this newly married couple, along with the videographers and photographers, uh, had a photo shoot at Oakland High School uh, at 4.30, a couple – 4.30 p.m. on Saturday. Wait, at Oakland High School? Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, when they wrapped up their shoot, three men held them up at gunpoint. The robbers, they're saying, took $13,000 in camera equipment along with everybody's smartphone and personal items from the wedding party. So it's – what's funny though is um, they found a car that was linked to the robbery along with an iPhone belonging to one of the victims. I don't know if they used – like find your iPhone or whatever. What is it? Find my phone. What's it called? Yeah, find my phone. Find my iPhone. Uh, the cameras have not been found though. Uh, you know, so. I feel sorry for the wedding couple. You know who I? Well, they say that's good luck if you get robbed on your wedding day. Is it really? No, I don't. They say rain is good luck on your wedding day. I think that's just to to calm down crazy brides because it's... they would freak out. So they're like, "This is good luck." I feel sorry for the wedding couple, but you know who I'm stoked for. Oh, they're fucking friends now. They don't have to sit there and look through the goddamn wedding pictures. Oh, God. That's <laughs> nothing I hate more. <laughs> well, she'll probably have to do it again. Uh, I'll bet you she'll pose a diff- She'll go pose a different one. Uh, tell me when it is. I can go rob it. <laughs> um, so that happened. It's not too far from my home, Oakland High School. Do you like going to weddings? I, you know what? I've only been to a handful of weddings in my entire life. I've, oh, really? I've really lucked out. Um. Yeah, very few. And I like them enough, sure. Yeah. Uh, basically, my mid-20s to th- 20s to mid-30s was just going to constant weddings. It was a fucking nightmare. Uh, I like getting dressed up. I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it if it's a friend wedding where it's like all people that I really enjoy being around um, versus I've gone to weddings where I was – the significant I was the plus one for somebody. Oh, that would be and horrible. And I don't know, I don't know anybody there, and it's awful. Well, uh, also with all the people you date, you don't even understand what they're saying. I've also gone to weddings with for coworkers, and those are hit or miss. So I went to, and she, I think she's friend of the show, Katie Noon. Yeah, I went to her wedding, and we had fun. That, that was one way. of the first weddings I've ever been to. Oh yeah. Um. And then I've, I, but I've gone to coworkers' weddings where it was like, w- the only thing I have in common with these friends is work. So it's like, why don't we just go to the office? I, I could check email and not feel bad about it. Wait a minute, you were working at that place with Katie Noon when you went to her wedding. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was saying oh, they could oh. be hit or they could be hit or miss. That was a, that one was a hit. That was a good wedding. Yeah, we didn't. I don't. Yeah, it was a good wedding. I don't remember that we stayed too long, but I was in a uh, zoot suit. Remember yeah, I, you were, yeah. <laughs> remember I went and got a zoot why? I don't know why, but I went and got a zoot suit. Um And she married he, this Irish guy. She's still married to him, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, Dermot. And uh his relatives from Ireland came in and they'd come up to me and talk to me and I, I was like, What are they saying? It wasn't it wasn't even like English. Thank you. Uh, any other news stories from L.A. you want to tell me about? Yeah, Mike. A man is accused of stealing a hearse with a body in it before a funeral. Oh, no. Why? A man who may suffer from mental illness is accused okay. of stealing a hearse with the body inside right before the funeral this weekend. Well, this is a few weeks old. Family members were attending a funeral for 19-year-old Jonte Lee Reed on Saturday morning at Ebenezer Baptist Church at 4901 Avalon Boulevard in South Park. <laughs> I don't think we have to say what the race of the person was or what part of town this was in. At about 11 a.m., the funeral director at left the hearse idling outside while he went inside to arrange flowers. What? Let me just leave. Let me just leave the car while I go fix these flowers. Not Dur- just a car. There's also the a hearse. Body yeah. In it. yeah. During the short window, a man got into the hearse and drove off with the casket still in the back. Oh no! Reed's family was alerted to the theft, and members were able to follow the hearse when <gasps> they spotted it passing them a few blocks away from the church. Shut up! Shut up! Okay. They were like, "Oh no, it didn't. No, that hearse didn't just pass by, right?" And they Wait, why are you it. talking like that? I'm just doing an impression of the people who were there. 
Okay. How do you know that they sounded like they were in Song of the South? Because they were in Song of the South. Okay, go on. And then they... they, That's their favorite ride, Splash Mountain at Disneyland. Okay. That's where they talk like that. I don't know why you're reading into that voice. They were able to convince the man to pull over. Yes. They were pull over, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Zippity-doo-dah, that hearse over to the side of the road there, sir. Words were exchanged. Of course they were. (laughs) Excuse me. um, hmm. (laughs) This is a little awkward, but I think... If it it was white people, though, it would be like that. Like, oh, um, I think you may have accidentally taken our hearse with our Jonte Lee in it. Anyway, but no one was hurt. The man was arrested and will be charged with auto theft, though authorities will evaluate his mental state as well. Right. Uh, John T. Reed was shot and killed on December 9th in South Park. His killer has not been caught. Wow. That's awful. I, like, I feel like the guy's nuts. God, I would love to go to that funeral, though. I don't think that anyone if you're in if you're thinking you're going to steal a car, I don't think a hearse is really even on the list. Like there's not a well, it's kind of easy to spot, too. Yeah. And if you steal a car, you don't want a baby in the back, you don't want a body in the back. Do you know what I mean because that's just extra stuff you have to deal with. Yeah. No, this is uh again, I hate going to funerals and I hate going to weddings. So this would have made the funeral interesting. You know, everyone was talking about it uh, afterwards at the funeral. They were like, mm-hmm. And I just pulled that hearse right over. And I said, what you been doing with that hearse? And they were like, and then they're like, mm, you told him. I don't really like this. Joe, what are Wait, you? What, um... what don't you like? I was just doing an impression of what I thought the people would be talking about after the funeral. What is, what's wrong with you, Mike? Do you have any fun things going on next week? Uh, yeah, tomorrow I'm going. I don't know. We'll see how fun it is. I'm going to uh, see friend of the show Patrick Keen, a straight man, is in a gay comedy show tomorrow. <laughs> okay, and I'm that going could to, be fun. No, yeah, it should be fun. I actually like everybody else who's in it, and um, I'm going with my cousin Richard. Um, I I'm not about him this week, but uh, I have this cousin. He's a week younger than me, and he's gay. His name's Richard, and we're going to be going together to this comedy show. That's the only thing I have on my uh, plate this week. I have a lot of work stuff, which is boring. But I also have. Um, I bought this. This is gonna. I'm so excited about this. It came in the mail today. I haven't even opened the Amazon box because. Um, I basically came home and got on the computer for us to record this, but I bought one of these boards where you can fold your t-shirts. Do you know what I'm talking about? Why do you need that? So now I'm going to empty all my drawers and fold all my shirts perfectly. I'm so excited about it. Um, I'm also going to a housewarming party for my friend Daniel, who just moved in with his boyfriend and that's coming up. Wait, wait, Steve, wait. Steve's going to go with me to that. Oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> We and so uh, it, 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 I I wish I was there. I'd play the game. Like, okay, who here hasn't slept with Mike Lawson? Joe, can I tell you something awful? So on New Year's, uh, Steve was here and Dan was here, and there was a moment where we were playing ha- Never Have I Ever. Do yeah, you know this stupid mm-hmm. drinking game. Oh yeah, I, that's how I came out to Mercedes. So we're playing Never Have I Ever because I'm I'm eighteen and um. My roommate Mario is a dick, and he knows all stories. So he was like, "Never have I ever slept with Mike Lawson." And so then there was an awkward moment. That's but... the thing with um, I call it I never, but I, this is a weird thing with I never is uh, my microphone's really sensitive, and I just scratched my face, and so I know I have a like a major growth. The, the, the water heater is out. And they're not fixing it for another two days. I've been having to shower at the gym, but I'm not going to shave at the gym. Yeah. You know? So I have like this you major... You said you have a major growth. That sounds like you oh, have like... Oh, like, like beard growth. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, I'm scratching it super loud. Anyway, um... Oh, th- I don't know what it is with I never. Like, you could ask me a question and I will fucking, for no reason, just lie to your fucking face. You know, <laughs> like, uh, Joe, is it today Monday? No. I'll just fucking lie. It's, there's something about that game, man, that you just can't lie. You just don't lie. Really? Oh, you've lied and I never? 
No, I don't. I don't lie about it being Monday either, though. Oh yeah, what someone call lies dot com. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's how I like I. I mean, I wasn't ready to come out of the closet. I'd come out to one person in college, and Mercedes was there. And I had confessed, I'd come out to this person, and I confessed that Mercedes and I in high school had hooked up at different times with the same person. Yeah. And during a game of I Never, um, my friend said, I've never hooked up with so-and-so, right? And Mercedes took a drink, and then I I took a drink, and she was like, what? And then that's how I came out to Mercedes. (laughs) So when we were when we were playing, so Steve already knew that Dan and I have history, and now we're just friends. And so, uh, but Dan doesn't know that Steve is aware of it for sure. Does that make sense? Okay. So Mario said that because he's an asshole, and so Steve uh, Daniel tried to be like kind of like uh, covert about it. Exactly. In other words, if if he, like he could have easily just not had a drink, but he still you you still drink. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's weird how honest you are. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So that's really all that I have planned. Um, but uh, hopefully that means that I'll have good stories because this – I feel like we took so many weeks off and I have no good stories. Mike, I just moved all of our my extra stories to After Dark. And I'm going to tell you, I could have easily done a whole other episode with all those other stories. They're so good. Well, why don't you call Adam? Oh, (laughs) look at this. Look who's jealous. No jealousy. Well, Um, well, well, look, when Adam comes, he comes with uh, plane crash stories. That was a good story. We haven't Mm -hmm. talked about that on the show. but Why why did all our guests come with really good, like, real good stories? You know? know. Meanwhile, you and I are like... Um, <laughs> I went to the grocery store and someone yeah. was mean to me. I went to a Christmas party and someone said something, <laughs> and that's my story. These people come with like real, like life changing <laughs> events, and we're like, ugh. I had to wait in line to watch Into yeah. the Woods. Somebody honked at me when we were in traffic. <laughs> Steve didn't want to see Into the Woods twice. So I saw it by myself. <laughs> Peppered with racist jokes. Yes, that's that. <laughs> Dad, that's a great way, segue to our song. <laughs> All right, nice Mike catching and up Joe, with you, Joey. <laughs> Mike and Joe. Wait, that's, that's Let It Go. That would have been a better song. What were you saying? Nice catching up with you, Joey. Cut to hell, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid.